Welcome to Creative Friday. Mark Danolo here, Art School MBA and CEO of Sales Globe. And today we're going to talk about how to think about creating a communications campaign. I'm going to give you some really valuable pieces that you can work with here. So when you develop a new program for your organization, or maybe it's a new program or solution for your customer's organization, how do you get the message across to the organization about what you want them to do. So whether it's a new initiative uh, or it's a program for your company, it could be sales compensation, it could be go-to-market program, or it could be something new for your customer you designed for them. The solution alone, even if it's a great solution, is probably not going to get you the results you need. I've seen too many situations where the organization just rolls something out that they've spent months designing and then you check back with them three months later, four months later, and you're like, well, how's it, how's it working? Well, it just didn't stick. You know, people didn't get it or they wanted to go back to the old thing. And, and so we had to modify or, you know, we just decided to put it on ice and we're going to come back to it later on. Well, it's because they didn't communicate. They didn't have a change management plan and a communications plan. So the key to change is engaging the organization, getting their commitment. You don't want to just give them the program or give them the solution. You want to get their commitment. And that starts with an impactful communications campaign. So we're going to go to Madison Avenue here for a couple of minutes and, uh, and talk about how do you build a campaign for your organization, for your program. And that's kind of unusual uh, in terms of how to think about that, a campaign. But it's not just introducing. It's not saying it once. It's not sending out a memo or, or having a web session. It's about a whole process. So we have to look to Madison Avenue about how do they do it? Why is it so successful? So that can make the big difference between initial acceptance with the new thing and really getting enthusiastic buy-in and adoption and and actually behavioral change that you're looking for that's going to ultimately get you the results. So I look at five components in an effective communications campaign. Let's take each one of these and take a look at them. First, you've got to determine what your message is and what your themes are. So Let's take an example. Let's say it's a sales compensation program. We want to roll out a new comp plan for the sales organization. There's going to be some message you want to communicate to the sales organization about why this plan is better, right? So maybe the pay levels are better, or maybe it's something about the quota process, or better rewards for top performers, or maybe we reduce penalties, performance penalties, so uh, it doesn't hold you back in terms of what the current plan does. But there's some message you want to get across. And, and as you think about a message, the organization will perceive that message in a couple of different ways. You could see it as a positive, a neutral, or a negative. So your job is going to be to identify where are the positives and then how do I emphasize those and how do I eliminate or minimize the negatives. So you might even come up with some branding like 55 to stay alive. I remember that was an organization we worked with years ago. And they had sales time that was only about 40% of their time. And they're like, we've got to get up to 55% sales time to stay alive. Well, that was a pretty motivational message. So you have to have your message, number one. Number two, you have to identify your audiences. So who do you want to say that to? Who's got to understand the message? So when you say audiences, the immediate reaction, say if we're talking about a sales count program is, well, it's the sales organization. Well, yeah, it's the sales organization, but you've got a lot of audiences in the sales organization. You've got salespeople. You've got sales management, sales leadership. 
Within salespeople, you have different sales roles. So you've got your account managers and your account executives and your sales engineers and your strategic account executives. You've got a bunch of different roles. But within that, you might even have different groups, maybe tenured people or maybe people that are new to the organization or maybe people in some parts of the country that are experiencing something different than other parts of the country. So break down and identify who your audiences are and who you need to get that message across to, because your message might vary by audience. Number three, create your content and your proof sources. So number one, we said you're going to determine what your message areas and themes are. We're going to have to back it up in number three. So it's not enough to say, well, you know, the compensation program is better because it pays you more. Well, how are you going to prove that? Or the compensation plan is actually highly competitive. Well, how are you going to prove that? You're going to have to back it up and you're going to have to show something in terms of analytics or proof or information to show the organization that that's actually true. Now, one of the tricks here is when you say analytics, you don't want to be showing a whole bunch of analytics to the organization. You want to be showing just the key information that's going to get that message across. So refer back to my other podcast on analytics-driven storytelling if you want to go deeper into that. But you've got to have your proof sources. And then we move to number four, your communications vehicles. So how are you going to get that message and those proof sources across to each audience. So traditionally, maybe you did something like a web session, or maybe it was announced in the sales meeting. Uh, but you have to do a lot more than that, right? So you're going to have some initial introduction in some medium. So it could be a meeting, it could be written communication, uh, it could be verbal communication. One of the most effective methods is small group or individual verbal communication. We usually use that to back up the, the initial message. But we also like video, especially animated short video. That's really good now because you can get that out very easily through social media, over the web, and people have access to it, and they can refer back to those messages. So think about the types of learners that you have as well. So you have some people that are going to be better learning about something verbally, hearing it. Some people are going to be better seeing something visually. In fact, most people work really well with a combination of verbal and visual. So they can hear something and they can also see it. You have mathematical people. Those are the people that scare you when you're rolling out a new sales compensation plan because they've already done the math in their head by the time you get through those slides and they found the weak points, right? So you got your mathematical people. They're going to want to know the answers to how the formulas work or how what results going to come out. And then you have kinesthetic people. Kinesthetic is about touch or feel or doing something. So those are the people that are going to want, say, income planner. So if I plug in my performance, what am I going to get paid? How does it compare to last year? So think about these different learning modes that people have or learning preferences. And then finally, number five, you need to structure and schedule your campaign. It's your timing. So all of these things, numbers one through four, are not going to happen one time. You're going to be repeating that communications over some period of time. So it may be several months, it may be the entire year, and it may be that you start off with the big bang, the initial message, and then maybe you have follow-up messages in terms of that small group or individual communication and support. Maybe you have reinforcement in terms of video, but it's happening over a certain period of time over a certain cadence. So I think back to the holidays and, you know, you see those car commercials and the couple comes out of the house and it's snowing and there's a car out in the driveway and there's a big red bow and they're like, oh my, it's a car, it's a car. And, and then it's so nice when you see that commercial the first time, but by the time you've seen it 
you know, like the 50th time in the holiday season, you're wondering, why do I have to watch this? Well, it's because they have a schedule, they have a campaign, and they keep pounding that message in, and you remember that message. It's the same thing for your sales program. So use the five areas, your message areas and themes, your audiences, your proof sources, your vehicles, and your campaign, and put those five components together as you're thinking about how you communicate your program, and it'll help you get the behaviors you want, it'll help you get the results that you need. So use this in your Creative Friday and use it every day.